This is Bob Morris in Desert Horticulture. Today I would like to talk to you about buying and planting citrus trees. Although I'm not a big fan of citrus in the Las Vegas area, they have become quite popular. All this and more on today's Desert Horticulture. I have been accused of not liking citrus or not promoting citrus for this area, uh, the southern Nevada area. And that's really quite true. I mean, if we're looking at the desert regions uh, where citrus can, can grow uh, and com- be commercially productive, you're looking at the Yuma, Arizona area where it doesn't freeze and also the Riverside, Orange County areas in Southern California. Uh, all of those two areas probably are our most successful in the desert regions arid regions probably are our two most successful areas and primarily because they don't freeze so we're looking at if we're looking at um, citrus growing in the Las Vegas area you want to get citrus that are going to probably they're going to survive the winter here our winter freezes which can be irregular sometimes we don't have any and sometimes we do sometimes they can be devastating so our our range in winter temperatures can be quite can be quite uh, couldn't be quite large, and for that reason, any of the citrus, uh, if it looks like it's going to be a hard freeze, the difference between a hard freeze and a soft freeze is basically the temperature and how low it will get. If you're looking at a gentle freeze, on a, a, a freeze that will just come and go without too much trouble. Uh, you're looking at <clears throat> at winter temperatures down below freezing, 30, 32 degrees, maybe 29 degrees, 28 degrees maximum. But if you're looking at a hard freeze, you're looking at freezing temperatures that are much below that. So we're looking at temperatures that are going to be 25, 24, 23, 20. In fact, I remember in the winter of 1989-90, we had temperatures as low as as 11 degrees uh, in one part of the valley. So and that that is not a common occurrence. But I also remember in the late 80s when I moved to the southern Nevada, I remember having to wrap the pipes, uh, water pipes, because they would freeze in the wintertime, the potential for freezing. Uh, I, and uh, So you, you'd wa- you'd want to be very, very careful. This last, we've had some warming trends in the, last, in the last few years, so they have been a little bit warmer, and that has been fueling a little bit of the citrus population, the citrus growing in the valley. Probably the most cold tolerant of all the citrus and the citrus that can be grown in containers the easiest are probably the kumquats and those are things that can be spelled with either a c-u-m-q-u-a-t or a k-u-m-q-u-a-t either the 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 citrus itself you pluck it off of a small shrub and you can eat the citrus skin and all Probably the one that I would look at most closely is one called, it's a little bit harder to get, a little bit harder to find. You might be able to find it online more, but it's a citrus, it's a kumquat called Maiwa, M-E-I-W-A. 
and that particular variety is elongated it's a little bit sweeter and and it will probably suit suit um, suit a lot of the need for citrus in a diet uh, outside of kumquats themselves, the next probably the next most cold tolerant types are the improved Myers lemon. And the difference between the improved and the typical Myers lemon is the disease resistance that has been subjected to Myers lemon that has been infused into Myers lemon in the past several years. So we'll look for an improved Myers lemon uh, and on a rootstock that's suitable for the Las Vegas area and that's typically sour orange rootstock it's among the more cold hardy rootstocks when we're talking about when we're talking about citrus all citrus trees are grafted they're grafted onto a rootstock and there's a, a, a myriad of different types of rootstocks but we're looking at probably the rootstock the rootstocks that are most that are probably most prevalent for are most important for our location are the cold hardy types such as the sour orange rootstock or the trifoliate orange rootstock some of those that will take the freezing temperatures a little bit lower than we're used to uh, having them now why don't we grow then citrus on a sour orange or why don't we grow sour orange why don't we grow trifoliate orange because the basically the fruit is is pretty to look at no doubt about it, but it's very, very sour, and uh, so most people don't want them. This is the kind of stuff that you can find in Phoenix growing along the freeways, and if you pick up the fruit, you'll taste it, and you'll think, oh, it's oranges, and you'll see it in maybe uh, in the latter part of the year, and it's starting to turn orange because of the colder temperatures, but uh, that orange color uh, is deceiving. You think it's going to be something similar to a sweet orange like you'd find. By the way, citrus uh, for the most part are are coming from are coming from Southeast Asia. So they're tropical, subtropical types. And some of them will take very little freezing temperatures and some of them will take a great deal of freezing temperatures. A lot of it depends on the rootstock that you select. So the rootstock can be very, very important when selecting it. Again, the sour orange or trifoliate orange rootstocks are usually the ones that are picked uh, for rootstocks in uh, the southern Nevada area. And I would guess, unless you're buying them online, you'd want to check to make sure what the rootstock is. Anything brought into this area is going to have a... Uh, a I would hope, <laughs> from looking at the nurseries, I'm hoping that they're going to have a cold-tolerant rootstock, like I just mentioned before. So we've gotten the Maiwa, uh, Nagami, Nakagami, uh, uh, kumquats. The Nakagami is probably the most common one that we find in most of the nurseries around here. But you might find a Maiwa but it's less popular it's less popular okay so that gets rid of the quiz of the kumquats the uh, improved Myers lemon improved Myers lemon I don't believe Arizona allows improved because of disease problems uh, uh, allows the growing of improved Myers lemon 
but uh, any of the nurseries will have an improved Myers lemon in the southern Nevada area and also you can also buy it from California and import it in but again it's a grafted tree it's going to have a rootstock that's a little bit different so you want to make sure different than the mother plant than the top of the plant than the scion part of it you've got two parts together that are joined together a rootstock which is the bottom part of the plant that's the part growing below ground and for, and these rootstocks are chosen for many different reasons but remembering rootstocks will impart a flavor a different flavor on the scion on the part that grows above ground and the part that you want so you've got two parts of a plant that are fused together in the form of a, a grafting you've got the rootstock and the scion so we've covered now the kumquats and of those uh, the one I would recommend they're great for container trees the improved Myers lemon which takes temperatures down to about 25 degrees Fahrenheit and then grapefruit uh, you can pick on some of the grapefruits which are going to be around 26 27 degrees Fahrenheit uh, freezing temperature tolerances to and then you've got some uh, grapefruit you've got the improved Myers lemon the grapefruit itself and let's see kumquats and then the satsumas mandarin oranges or satsuma oranges which can also be picked up and they they're fairly cold tolerant but remember that these trees are coming from the tropical subtropical areas and so some of them will have a little bit colder tolerance. Like, for instance, Calamandine, Calamansi, has a freezing tolerance of about 26, 27 degrees. Uh, and so it'll handle a little bit of cold, and then it'll get wiped out in certain winter times. As these trees, as these plants get older, three or, after three or four years in the ground, they start developing more of a freeze tolerance and I think that has to do with how big they're getting rather than imparting any kind of physiological changes in the tree itself I could be wrong about that but I think it's just because it's a bigger mass and it has a bigger harder ch chance of freezing in those temperatures so those the grapefruits the improved Myers lemon the kumquats the satsuma oranges are all things that are going to be are going to be a little bit more cold tolerant and more appropriate for the southern Nevada climate now if you're gonna risk it and you're gonna grow and bring some citrus in that is um, is is touchy as far as winter temperatures are controlled and you've got that under control or you're gonna put them in a container so you can wheel them in the garage during cold times of the winter then maybe you'll get some of the less freeze tolerant types like the true lemons the 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 freeze tolerance the the winter cold tolerance of true lemon trees like eureka and lisbon lemons uh are are a lot less than the improved myers lemon myers lemon is really a hybrid cross it's between some sort of a, a sweet orange and a lemon so it, it will develop the orangish color, a roundish, roundish shape, uh, more so than the, the true lemon. That, the true lemons, like the Eureka and Lisbon, that develop a little button on the end. The, the kind of lemon that you're used to seeing in the grocery store. 
These, the improved Myers lemon, it's called a lemon, but it's really not. It develops that orange color and a round shape, a little bit more of a round shape than, than um, some of the other lemons, the true lemons. But again, it has more cold tolerance. So if you're in a colder area, you might want to consider those instead. Uh, and then you've got some of the some of the citrus. There's so much, so many citrus. There are many. They hybridize very easily with one another. So you've got uh, the limes that are quite popular for because they're smaller trees. They're quite popular. Uh, but again, the lime trees, the Tahitian, the bear's lime. Uh, all of those lime trees are fairly non-cold tolerant. They don't take temperatures much below freezing. So you're going to have to put them, if they're in a container, they get six or eight feet tall. If you put them in a container, you're going to have to wheel them inside the garage during the coldest times of the winter and then wheel them back out again when the temperature starts to rise. And I would suggest, you know, I would suggest wheeling them in to a garage area where it's colder uh, during the really cold times of the year rather than and then wheeling them back out again when it starts to warm up. How do you know that? Well there are weather apps that you can download on your phone that will look at seven to ten days in advance and tell you what the temperatures if it's a warming trend coming up, if it's a colder, cooler trend coming up, if it's freezing temperatures that are coming up, those weather apps are wonderful for predicting what the weather is going to be, including any wind that might exist as well. So if we're looking for, uh, if, so if we're going to go ahead and buy a citrus and we know where we're going to put it, be very careful of a couple of things, uh, several things. Remember that this is a Southeast Asian tropical, subtropical tree. And it's going to like improved soils, and it's not going to like rock a whole heck of a lot. So surrounding those trees with rock and surrounding them with soils that are not improved are going to be a problem for these trees. They're definitely going to be a problem. The other problem that we have is after they're established in about a week or so is is watering every day. It might be okay to water them if we're planting them in the winter time or in the early spring to water them daily for a few days but then you better get off of it and you better start judging when to water. Right now uh, right now it's about March. It's the end of March, the beginning of April and so we're just breaking into the twice a week watering regime for established plants. So right right about the fe first week of February is when we start going towards a weekly watering regime, deep watering regime of citrus trees. If we're going to plant the citrus trees, then I would amend the soil with uh, a compost or some sort of a product. If it's a rich compost like you can get from Virgrow, then then you probably don't need anything else for a couple of years. If you're mixing it at a rate of about uh, a third, if you're buying their garden soil or you're mixing it at a rate of about one third, one scoop out of four scoops, three out of three total scoops, four total scoops, uh, one scoop of compost and three or four scoops of 
of the soil that you take out of the hole should be enough should be enough to get it started remember that when we're digging uh, let me back up just a little bit let's talk about location and the problems with location <clears throat> if we're looking at west or south facing exposures unless there's the ideal location for a citrus probably is going to be on the east side of a, of a home or a building the south or west sides in full sun especially close to a warm wall are going to be a problem and it's going to be a real big problem if it's going to be windy a windy location on top of that so if you're not amending the soil at the time that you're planting it if you're not watering it appropriately if you're not staking the tree when it's being planted if you're not uh, protecting it on the east side of a building so it has shade from the late afternoon sun hot intense sunlight there could be some problems and the usual problems we see with citrus upon planting on the west and south sides are 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 real intense sunlight problems then that's the kind that turn these trees yellow it may turn them white to some degree and it may even actually kill them if we're not careful so I would I would personally I would pull the rock away about three feet in either any of the directions away from it and amend that soil dig it down deep enough to accommodate the container or the rootstock of the plant and, and then three times as wide as it's needed so if the rootstock is a typical five gallon container then you'll dig the hole wide three times the, the the five gallon container in width in dimensions you don't have to dig it deep unless it's poorly drained for some reason like we see up in the northwest area in the parts of the valley where we see caliche forming if you've dug a pool and you've put in a pool or if you put in an area and you've had other plants in there that are successful then most likely you're going to be successful with citrus as well just make sure that you dig the hole wide enough and it doesn't have to be deep but wide enough and that you amend the soil and make sure that the tree is staked the location should be on the east side if it's all possible if you if it's on the south or west side it's gonna remember this is a south this is a southeast asian or chinese southeast asian philippines malaysian type of a plant it's not uh citrus are not typical of the desert they're not typical of the southwestern united states they're going to be struggling in this location we need to help them out so we help them out by amending the soil making it better we also help them out by staking it making sure the first year that the first year that it has a stake on it so that it stays the roots stay stable in that soil and pull that rock away because it's not going to like rock do you see rock anywhere in southeast asia not typically you don't see it myanmar vietnam uh even in india where you might be growing you don't see a lot of rock and if it if you do see a rocky soil it's going to be amended in some sort and you're going to be doing the same thing so amend the soil remember if you use a rich compost like they have at Viragro 
that the garden soil compost, the gar- garden soil soil amendment, and you use that for planting, it's probably not going to need anything more than that. More than that, the first after it's been planted. Just make sure that it, the soil has been settled, the tree has been staked, and it's been, uh, it's been, and don't prune it up the first year. The first year, I would just let it go and see what happens, especially during the heat of the summer when it's going to turn yellow and white, perhaps. So how many, how many gallons of water do you give uh, a citrus tree? If it's in a five-gallon container, I would give it five gallons of water. And I would probably give it two to three uh, drip emitters on that tree and uh, have somewhere in the neighborhood of five to six gallons every time it's irrigated. No more once it's established after about a week or so of watering it fully, then you can go right to if you're planting in the in the uh, in the appropriate times of the year, early spring or mid to late fall. If you're planting during those times on uh, citrus, you're better off planting in the spring, giving it anyway. You're better off planting in the spring on on citrus, just because you. Because planting in the fall is not going to be a good idea on citrus because uh, they're going to have to go through the cold winter right after they've been planted. And that's not a good idea. So anyway, locate them. If you're going to locate them on the south or west side, you don't have any choice, then please get pull the rock back, amend the soil, and put some wood chips on the soil surface. And then screen it in some way to give it from the sunlight maybe there's a tree that's going to be that's going to provide some shade for it maybe you're going to have to erect some sort of screening the first year temporary screening uh, on it but give it some screening or else tolerate it notice note that it's going to have some problems when you first plant it most likely and then plan on it plan on the yellowing, plan on the whiting, and let it come back in the the next year. So remember, when you're planting citrus, first of all, this is not citrus country. This is a cold part of the area. uh, This is a cold climate area compared to where citrus is grown in Yuma, Arizona, and commercially, and in Riverside, Orange County, Southern California. That's typically where oranges and citrus, many of the citrus, are grown best. Florida as well. So, our, you know, if we're looking at climate, our climate is probably more similar to, to the North Carolina, South Carolina climate than it is to the middle and the southern part of Florida, where, where, most, of, where most of our citrus is grown. It's either in Florida or in California. So just keep that in mind. There's a small amount near Galveston, Texas. There's a small amount in Yuma, Arizona. But these are frost-free areas that are close to the ocean, typically or close, low enough so that they don't get uh, cold, cold winters to cause some problems on them. Remember that these are Southeast Asian originally so they're going to need improved soils they're going to need to be staked the first year that they're put in remember about five to six gallons when you first water them is all you're going to need 
and then uh, just hope for the best. Hope for the best, and use a, you. And from that point forward, use the citrus fertilizer. It's going to be higher in in mel and magnesium. Our soils are high in calcium to begin with, but it's going to be higher in some of the minor elements. It's going to be higher in some of the magnesium uh, uh, elements, as some of the macronutrients as well. And then you're going to give the NPK. Uh, and the nitrogen, phosphorus, and potassium uh, boost as well on, on citrus. So anyway, those are my tips on citrus. Good luck. And I'm not a real supporter of citrus for this climate, but I understand the need for it, and I understand why people like to play with it. So good luck with it. I hear the music coming, and if you have any questions, send me a line, and I'll do my best to answer them. Don't forget any pictures at all. Take care. Bye-bye. Follow me on my blog, Extreme Horticulture of the Desert. That's Extreme Horticulture starting with an X. All one word. Follow me on Facebook and Twitter. 